Welcome to another discussion on who gets love. We are here to recap this month's conversation that we titled Compensation. And I'm surprised at how much I learned about something that I feel like I should have already known. But it was it was actually putting the thoughts and the feelings in order that made the difference. So when you decided for us to talk about compensation, did you feel like you were just basically speaking from experience or were you trying to actually process things that you've experienced within your compensation history as we were going through that process? I have to say it it dealt more with my experience. I feel like I started getting the ideal outcome when I decided what I wanted. Right. Mm, right. So I just felt like to start a conversation about relationship, I feel like that was the best piece of advice I could give. Like once I made up my mind and decided what I wanted, that's when I got the ideal outcome. Mm. Because we look at so many instances of our past where even in your current relationship, you can almost pinpoint where certain things came from when you have to apply certain measures or boundaries in your current relationship. But what I didn't realize is that a lot of my resume needed to be revised in a sense, because the skills that I have listed on my current resume are not skills that even help me in today's relationship. So you get to really sit with a lot of things that you have to kind of measure as to whether or not these skills matter enough to list on the resume going forward. Like there are so many things that I now don't have to even mention because there are so many greater skills I've developed over the course of these last couple of years to where now the resume looks completely different. Yeah, they they wouldn't apply to the current position. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I get it. It was so much that just talking about that conversation really showed me, you know, as far as like moving forward and knowing your worth, how being compensated fairly and properly really does have a positive effect on your Mm self-esteem. The way that you see into the potentials of a relationship, which, of course, down the line, we got to get into that potential thing because right is really much positive much more positive than it appears on the surface of what we hear in today's conversations it's almost like a cardinal sin to (laughs) to deal with the person solely based on potential right you know so it's just so much that compensation actually did for me personally so i really appreciated you bringing that out and kind of making me see the validity of starting there because it was definitely so many other things that I thought to be more important starting off but worth does definitely trump everything else so Mm -hmm. what do you feel like were the key points in the two conversations between the very first part and then the second part like what were some of the key points that stood out to you in that conversation for me, the the key points would have to be just solidifying knowing, like truly knowing who you are, 
right? Mm-hmm. And when I right. say that, I feel like people feel like, oh, I have to have reached some mastery level of something. No, if you are Keisha from the corner and you, you know, what, whoever you are, <laughs> like if you around the way chick, whoever you are, if you know all the back streets, whoever you are, be who that is and know who that is, right? And and date right, who right. will accept that. You know, like look for who fits within that realm. Like I'm that's what I'm saying. Like know what you want. Know know that. And I'm not saying be something that you're not. Present yourself differently. I just want you to know who you are. Right? Because mm. once you know mm. who you are, then you can make decisions that will work for you. And that's why I just, I keep saying it, but I feel like people can take it in so many different ways. And it's so it's okay. I just really want that to be seen in it for the people. Because mm. once you, once you have that idea down, you can, you know, move forward. And even when you're moving forward with what you know you want, I want people to also know that who you end up with when you make, when you decide that you know what you want. That might be the rough draft of the person you end up with in the long run, but still knowing what you want will get you to the finish line. Wow. So I can paraphrase this by saying, if you are that guy that like hoochies, it is okay. (laughs) It's okay. To bring her to meet your mama, (laughs) even though, she is the Christian that is probably not going to approve of your choice mm-hmm. because knowing who you are means that you understand that you can very well turn this hoe into <laughs> your housewife. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. But I mean, honestly, like, you know, you have to know, right? Because once you start there, you get to then identify what needs to change. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 What needs to improve? You get to identify. Mm -hmm. Once you start there, though, you have to start there. If you just randomly moving around, then I don't know how you're going to get to, you know, what you truly want. Right? For Mm -hmm. me, knowing what you want is the dating with intention. Like, I don't know what everybody else means when they say date with intention. I don't know how they define it. But I would say for me, dating with intention just involves you knowing what you want. What you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. Very true. I would say it's not so much something that we discussed in the actual conversation, but it was a conclusion that I came to is that a lot of times when you're debating whether or not you should be compensated versus the ideas of reimbursement that we discussed in the conversation, a lot of times what this means is that you have to pay yourself a lot better. So it's not the responsibility of the relationship or even the partner that make sure that you're compensated fairly. Sometimes you just have to pay yourself. You have to do things yourself. And that probably is difficult to really, I guess, grasp in a sense, because a lot of those moments of paying yourself are things that you're probably going to be doing by yourself. You'll spend a lot more time finding ways and things to make you happy. You'll probably spend a lot more time focusing on understanding yourself and not the things that are going wrong necessarily in relationships you kind of like spend some quality me time that is sometimes self-deserved in the those spaces because in order for you to like really come to grips with the things that you want some of these things you have to try out on yourself to find out what type of difference it'll actually make in your life so 
that was one of the things that really stuck out in part one. And then part two is, of course, we talked about the employee versus the employer, but then it also emphasized the importance of taking the day off Mm -hmm. from the relationship and kind of like really decompressing and seeing how you can just reduce yourself to just being human. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily responsible for anything or anybody, not holding things over a person's head and all of those mm-hmm. different things that go into the exchange between two people. So like, you know, just taking the day off sometimes and just allowing yourself to be free of whatever responsibilities come with the nature of your relationship. So it was a lot of like interesting things that we can like pull out of the conversations. But right. those were the two conclusions that i came to oh you made me think about one more for the part two Mm -hmm. i don't i don't believe i said it but when i talk about i remember saying something along the lines of believing that men having to be you know strong all the time was a myth and that they don't get to decompress and have feelings like i don't believe that i I understand some men think that way but i don't have that belief and I would mm-hmm. want the man that, you know, I love to have that. Like, I don't, I don't need to uh, assume that he got it all together. I don't want a robot, you know? So I just want to say, like, redefine strength. Like, vulnerability is a form of strength, right? It, right, it takes right. a lot to be honest. Like, think about how hard it would be to just tell your significant other or somebody you care about, like, how hard you have it because you you just don't want to burden them. Think about how hard down, you know, letting somebody know how you feel would be. That takes strength. So redefine strength that in a healthy way to where it involves you being what you may consider weaker today. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting thing to do at a time where you depend on so much to thrive. Mm-hmm. Like you... um. You really don't understand what you need sometimes until it's either missing or it ran out. So when we have those moments of vulnerability, to me, it seems that like we don't realize the importance of it until you want to cry, but you can't or you want to feel certain type of things or you want certain things to actually happen in this space. But it's just not afford it to you i know what that feels like far too often there's a lot of moments when i want to cry but can't produce the tears and i think that we're stuck in this idea of strength that you know being strong for the wife or being strong for the kids exposure to those emotions and feelings definitely raise a greater conscience into how to manage your own feelings and passing that along to people who will have to do the same thing so I definitely see the importance of that. I really think that there were so many marker titles that we had in this conversation that are kind of self-explanatory and offer a lot of perspective to how good these conversations were. One of the things that stick out was uh, dating is not a job offer. (laughs) I remember like speaking directly to those things as like understanding that just because you two are at tables and in conversations speaking intentionally, that doesn't mean that somebody has to assume responsibility, that strength to be able to take that, you know, and not take it personally. That's a person, you know, may very well be trying to get to know you and doing all of the right things, but may just decide against you. 
You know, right. it does take a level of strength in that regard. We talked about, did you read the job description? <laughs> and and how sometimes because we come to the table with expectations, we don't even comprehend the full responsibilities of the job we're applying for. Yep. So that guy that really doesn't know how to be vulnerable, your skill set may not even shine through because he doesn't even he doesn't really know how to respond to the things that you're good at which are emotionally based so did you read the job description there's so many things that jump out in um my mind when i think about that conversation so um of the two episodes part one and two which one was your personal favorite of the two, <laughs> I'm going to say my favorite was part two. And let me tell mm. you why. Right. My favorite was part two because I feel like it was closer to the one that we lost. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, let, let's tell the people, right? So okay, we had our very, 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 very first recording that the audio wasn't right okay mm -hmm. and to me the content in that conversation would have been what i wanted to be the first show but the audio needed to be right and so i feel like part mm -hmm. two came closest closest to, that. to it yeah so it definitely I, did yeah i picked part two i think we agree that part two was probably the more girthier conversation mm -hmm. of the two because we were still trying to figure out how to ease people into mm -hmm. like conversations on this level where right. it's not as direct it really does take some type of like mental exercise of a sort to really understand how layered these things are and you know it's it's not always something that you can just easily digest. Sometimes you have to listen to it a couple of times. Right. And my fear going in was that if a person had to keep like keep at something repetitively, that they'll lose interest. And so I think I didn't really go as far as I could have in the first mm -hmm. one as I did in the second one. Once we got past the first one, I just felt like everything just became more comfortable we discussed what we kind of like what we lost and now what we've gained in the second first episode and then it was mm -hmm. just like okay now we know how we're going to attack the second conversation so right number two was definitely the best of the two and there were so many great talking points in that as well it's we're not even going to go through all of them the talking points of knowing when you're asking for compensation versus reimbursement kind of mm -hmm. tells you like how you deal with your employer or your em employees if you just so happen to be in the employer position because sometimes depending on what you owe a person determines how you respond to them and we don't always think in these spaces of being employees like we see like there's levels to even being an employee sometimes there's a team lead mm -hmm. who's not quite the boss but just more experienced and possibly knows how to navigate the responsibility and we talk about teamwork in such a way to where you don't feel threatened by your partner 
when you both don't know exactly what to do, but somebody has to make a decision. Mm-hmm. It's like so many like things that kind of came out of the employee versus the employer. And I truly appreciated that one a lot because it taught me stuff too. Right. Um, women and their accounting kind of tells how they handle being the boss of their relationships in moments where your man is fragile. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so many different points that were made in one that brought out the emphasis in two. So definitely give those a listen if you have the opportunity to. It's so many great analogies and conversation pieces in those. Even though we're here to recap, we also have to introduce what is following up the compensation conversations we're Mm -hmm. going to follow up with a subject that is very tricky as well Mm. so you want to tell them what this is or you want me to do it (laughs) i feel like it'd be right if you tell them but i'll go ahead and just give the name of it and then you can explain what it is okay so the next conversation guys get ready for this is called the potluck you heard me the potluck now the (laughs) potluck something that a lot of us are very familiar with and the significance of the potluck is the potluck is typically a pool of resources that we all use to create a meal that nourishes everybody across the board now If you notice in potlucks, not often, sometimes there is instances, but it's not often. Are there specifics to what is being brought for the things that certain people don't like? You have people that don't eat pork. That don't mean we ain't bringing pork to the table. (laughs) It's people that don't care for their particulars. That don't mean it's not coming to the table but the purpose of the potluck is the ability to understand your position and responsibility for everything and everybody that is being brought to the table so we talk about this from the family perspective because that typically is the first introduction to responsibility when we talk about the potluck but you don't realize how much those moments affect how you date so we went into three particulars in the potluck Mm. which i'm going to leave that to your imagination um the conversation definitely introduces that in a little bit more detail but those characters are people at dating tables today and somehow you have to find a way to come out of that position in order to fulfill the relationship idea that you want for yourself So the potluck goes very deep into how your family background plays a huge part in your table manners. So I hope that doesn't scare anybody or turn anybody off because it was just the most impressive body of work two people can come up with in a span of a month. Like all of this stuff that y'all hearing is me and Crystal cramming in like weeks of time (laughs) to to really come up with some positive and powerful work. So it was such a great conversation. Both of those episodes are here. We go with this episode thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
both of those conversations were amazing. So Crystal definitely, you know, made sense of some judgmental perspectives that I did have of the characters in the story. And um, you'll find in the second part that that's even heavier than the first, even though the first was a little bit rough. So you have a lot to really get into when you listen to what's on the horizon. So we just wanted to give you guys an overview of how things are going in terms of content and um, to let you know that there's some great stuff for you to receive. And hopefully you're open to receiving the next set of shows that are on the way. Absolutely. Um, I believe you guys will enjoy them and, you know, hopefully you identify who you may be at the dating table and Mm -hmm. figure out ways to improve our change. So with that said, I don't know if there's any more to add, but get ready to get them stopped. <laughs> I'm so crazy. <laughs> right, right. Okay. But that's well, it. Yeah. That's definitely it. Can't think of nothing else that I can point out. Couple of announcements, though. We definitely need the following and the supporting of the social media pages. We are everywhere. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Audrey, whatever you can think of in terms of a podcast, we are pretty much there, even though we try to steer away from making it feel so processed and produced. We wanted to kind of have a free flow to it, which is why we are so insisting on calling these things conversations. But unfortunately, the only platforms we can actually host on are podcast platforms. So we're definitely everywhere. We need the support. You guys can follow the pages. Definitely interact as much as you can. We definitely appreciate the support and the conversations we have had. Be on the lookout for clubhouse to be integrated into what we're doing as well um i definitely feel like it's a useful tool to promote the free spirit that we're trying to approach this with so that people can feel comfortable to just jump right in with their questions and their feelings so those things are pretty much all i have outside of the uh, recap but thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the very first two conversations but that's all we have that's it all right so Catch you guys when the potluck drops. Peace and blessings. Bye-bye.